<sighs> oh wow, you really, you really have just made yourself comfortable here. It's like you're just on the porch. <laughs> yeah, I need a shotgun and like a racist wife. You, you do, you really do. Who's got sort of issues with dental care, <laughs> but doesn't have a dental care plan and uh, just 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 get, just gets on with it, and then. Probably some tobacco to chew. Yeah, I am missing um, that really. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I got it sorted. You've got you. You do, yeah. I need like an old car, just there that doesn't run, but one day it will. And you've got your brood of kids over here as well. Yeah. That are just running amok. Yeah. <laughs> without any sort of any sort of control. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you've probably got some sort of alcohol dependence as well. <laughs> This is a lot of stereotypes for the first minute of the podcast. It it is, it is, and I I I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to go any further with it. To be honest, actually, yeah, should we leave that there? We should leave it just there. Put a little dot at the end of that. One. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll come back to it. But anyway, hello, welcome to this episode. It is Friday. It should have been Thursday, but. To be honest, I forgot it was Thursday yesterday. I didn't even know it was Thursday. I woke up today. I was like, what? It's Friday? So here we are. And uh, if you are in, this is the way I always start the episodes, man. I want you to join in as well. Fine to join in. And uh, the <laughs> first partridge quote of the day. So um, <laughs> if you are in the break room of your office in Cardiff, if you are in, if you're... If you're running, doing your daily jog down the road, going back towards your house in Arkansas. You got one, man? Yeah, I, I, I can kind of more easily realize the, <laughs> the, the person that break room in, in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. But I can't picture someone running in Arkansas. <laughs> We're getting I back just, to these steps, aren't we? I can't. I just can't get to that that <laughs> point of like, yeah. are, they, are they running through wheat, wheat fields course, or something? Of course they are, yeah. Um, like next to crop circles and, and such things, to be honest. And yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't know where, where I'd go with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, I'm, I suppose, should I introduce myself? Yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll just bookend uh, that point, actually. If you are in any of those places, then I'd invite you to join us. For today, it is us. We are on a rooftop terrace in the south of Sevilla, which is in Spain, as you know. And um, joining me today is Neil. Yeah, Neil. Um, Neil, who's... Well, I'm hoping from the accent you can you, you pick up. <laughs> it was from funny, actually, last night. So we met... Last, sorry to interrupt. We met last night and... Um, I was downstairs in the, there was like the, they called it a concert, but it was a bloke with a guitar and uh, it was great. But then he was playing, there was, there were these American girls, right? And we were talking about accents and stuff and, <laughs> and they were like, oh, but the Irish accent. Ooh, ooh, you can't, be. and then as if on cue, <laughs> in walks Neil. <laughs> yeah, in in, in fairness, then, it makes it look as if I kind of came in and these, these girls then kind of, like, <laughs> turned their attention to me. Yeah. I don't think in you fact, met them. In fact, what did happen was that we had the very briefest of conversations. I, I talked, talked to them. I found out where they were from. And then I immediately crashed and burned the conversation <laughs> by um, ridiculing 
all Americans as, as kind of like beseeching the south of Ireland during, during most summers, looking for their, their long lost great, great, great aunt. So I, I think I probably caused them some offense given that they clearly hold their Irish heritage in fairly, in fairly high regards. <laughs> yeah. So to them, if they are listening, and I know at the moment that they're out in Sevilla, their intentions of going to a cathedral. They were speaking to a guy next to me about their intentions for the day, and I, it was like I wasn't in the room. <laughs> oh no! And <laughs> yeah, I, I feel really bad, and mm. but I, I, I don't have the wherewithal to be able to kind of go up to those girls and mm. and, and try and make amends. You know what the best the best way to make amends for, in a way. Uh, not insulting, but talking bad of the American people. The best way to make amends is to go onto a podcast and then have loads of stereotypes about Southern Americans right at the start of it. It is. But those girls, in fairness, were from New England. Like, New England and, and, and the Deep South is pretty much, to me, is like, is like Germany and, and Morocco. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're not, they're, they're like totally different people. But, yeah, again, that might, that might be quite complicated controversial maybe to, to some people to full be honest. of controversy man Love full it. of controversy that's why you've dropped me in here <laughs> and the it, controversial man. bombs i'm like i'm like detonating everywhere here yeah that's it, drone man. strikes everywhere with me yeah so let's bring it back around to travel when did you start traveling and in fact for a less boring question what would you say your style of travel is if you were to sum it up certainly solo I think I, I think I do struggle to be honest to travel with other other people purely from mm. just a, I think a really selfish sort of unwillingness to kind of compromise with that's with, it man unwillingness to yield with, with unwillingness to kind of yield and it's very difficult to find a compatible partner I, I see um, people who travel with uh, well as, as a family or with, with their partner whether it be girlfriend wife and such and I, I genuinely don't know how they. I genuinely don't know how they do it. Mm. Yeah, my my kind of style of travel though is still pretty conservative, given given some of the people I have actually met along the way. So I'm still taking public transport around. I'm not kind of like going to the the, the nearest sort of I don't know petrol station slash gas station. <laughs> To kind of put my thumb up and uh, and have a willing stranger kind of take me to A mm. and B. Yeah. But I find more and more with the travel, as much as we're currently sitting in a hostel, that I've done a lot more couch surfing probably over the last two or three years. So I've been traveling really, I would say, extensively for about seven or eight years. So I'm a fairly late starter. So you don't need to be kind of out the door in 1819. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm 35 now. I probably really only started in my late 20s, and I feel somewhat better for that. And oh, I yeah? think, yeah, I, I feel like if I'd done it at 18 or 19, to be honest, I was so I would have been so kind of wet, wet behind the ears, and and so kind of impressionable and things that I would just follow people. Yeah, and, and yeah. Kind of like you know a bit more of who you are in your late 20s, and because of that, you know where you want to go and what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. That but like sense. I say, I've, I've really only started traveling extensively over the last seven or eight years. But it's it's not one of those it's not one of those conversations I 
actually really enjoy having with people, mm. given that we're having a travel podcast here. But it, um, <laughs> like having that discussion in a in a hostel, for example, where it's like, "Where are you from? I'm from here. Where are you from? I'm from here." And then that, and then kind of like just that conversation, like, listing of countries of where you've been yeah, and what you've yeah, done and things. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the reason I kind of enjoyed the conversation that, that we had last night and the fact that I kind of agreed to this because you're, you're eating into my precious time here right now and also the fact I've got this bearing beating sun is really coming, warm, coming down here at the moment I haven't seen sun in the UK for about like three months I might take so, this thermal layer off you know and he, he's got his, his thermal layer on here mm. and, and loving it but I, I really feel like I'm gonna look like nuclear red within like 30 minutes so I'm, I'm probably gonna have to yeah curtail this sooner rather than later but um <laughs> no that makes sense i i do just enjoy very just random conversations really to be honest mm. yeah and like I, I like kind of almost anti-travel conversations absolutely and like our conversation last night what like hours you're talking you know like the hours we were talking and like <laughs> it was only today when we when we met today that that I realized that we never even got each other's names, you know? No. That's, uh, I think that's the mark of a good conversation. In fairness, I also thought that you had some, so just, just to clarify, I was actually on the way out this morning to, to, to the supermarket, just minding my own business. And this, 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 this tall, dark stranger starts <laughs> Not walking. Not dark, walk, so bad. Well, dark as in clothing. Yeah, yeah. Sartorially, he was, he, was, he was dark, but yeah, he's still pale and, and fairly emaciated looking, really, <laughs> to be honest, actually. Yeah. Not, a, not, a, not really a, a body of, a, of an Adonis. <laughs> just, to, just to give you, a, I feel like I need to give you a description of this, yeah, this yeah. man. But he, he had these, um, well, he still does. He's got these quaint glasses on that, that, that make him look mildly more intellectual but i actually it's for for a second i thought is this the guy that i spoke to last night and then there was that awkward and then it took it took him actually to kind of uh for lee to kind of tell me that yeah it, it was him before i probably would have just walked on past him yeah but um yeah so he he kind of like he, he said yeah there's there, he's, he's got this podcast that he needed to get out to to you guys so um yeah, i agreed yeah. to kind of just come along and i appreciate it man I appreciate well i it. it's it's yeah the pleasure is pleasure is all mine yeah here. that's it man getting a tan and everything yeah well i i don't call it i I'll, I'll just end up peeling a bit and i'll go red and hopefully in a couple of couple of days it'll go brown <laughs> yeah we'll see and uh then it'll be gone within a week yeah, yeah of home, course so. of course yeah. so i've got a couple of questions from the listeners as we always do and I figured I'd uh, go into this now. I usually leave it, you know, to the end, you know, till a bit, till a bit later. Mm. But I figured we'll go through it now because I feel like our answers are going to be longer than, than mine usually are. So just because there's two of us and, you know, yeah. we have insights. So let me just find them here. So we have from yen.turb. There you go. Okay. Love it. So it says, hey, Hayden, I had to tell you how much your... By the way, my first name is Hayden. My last name is Lee, if that was unclear. Everyone calls me Lee, though. So, yeah. Hayden, Hayden Welsh okay. name. Yep, it is a Welsh name. Very Welsh. I'm not yeah, even Welsh. I used to live next door to someone called Hayden. Yeah. But yeah. He, was, uh, he, he wasn't anything like you because <laughs> uh, he wouldn't let me park in front of his house. Okay. Um, so I had to park down the, down the road. 
to um, because he 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 wanted to see out onto the roads. Oh, right. So then I would make some sort of sarcastic remark that, what it's like the Serengeti or something, and you want to see the kind of the wild wildebeest or something yeah. crossing over it. To which he just gave me some far mouth abuse. So you're you're a more agreeable kind of benevolent Hayden. Yeah. So it's nice to see another Hayden. Yeah, that's cool. Was he was that in Cardiff? Was it? I was in Cardiff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Right. So where was I? Um, I had to tell you how much your rambling hippie commune episode resonated with me this morning as I drove my usual hour commute to work. I find your explanation of not sticking to the script so life-affirming and comforting. My day has been filled with a renewed inspiration to keep saving for slow travel in 2019. And my Joe job, is that a phrase? Joe job? Is that Joe type job. Of? Yeah. I guess it's like a day job, I guess. Day job. Uh, so much more bearable today. Love, love, love your podcast so much. Brittany from Queensland, Australia. Oh, love wow. that. Man, I miss Queensland. Queensland. Miss Queensland a Queensland's lot. That's great. You've been to Queensland? Been to Queensland. Nice. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been to... I've been to... I've been to the the, the, the Rockhamptons. Oh, man, I went gold mining up near there. I've been yeah. to the, the Tullys and things, and nice. I've also then been up as far as sort of Port Douglas and the like. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, How cool is Cairns? It's like... Cairns is great. I love it. So many bats everywhere. Yeah, yeah just love that little it. promenade and everything. It's, uh, it's really, really nice place. Love it. So she was saying about uh, the... So one of the last episodes, I was talking about, because there, there was this hippie commune, you know, uh, Beneficio in near Granada? It's this hippie commune, right? Don't. And I was talking about it on the show. And, uh, and yeah, so I was talking about sticking to the script. And it's funny because we were talking about this last night. The script. And if you're listening and you don't know what the script is, I will. I would they're, a, they're an Irish band that... Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not, they're <laughs> well <honest>. done. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's that... You probably do know what it is, but maybe have a different word for it. But it's like the whole thing of go to school, go to college, go to university... Maybe get a job afterwards. Maybe get you know a job in a coffee a coffee place while you're looking for that job that your degree uses, and then you get a job in that, and then you eventually find a person to be with. Maybe you find that in uni, and then you get a house together. But then the house isn't big enough, so you get a bigger house, and then you decide why aren't we still why you think why aren't we still happy? So then you go, oh, it must be because we don't have a dog. And then you get a dog, and then you go, no, that wasn't it. And then you go, oh, well maybe oh, it's got to be kids. That's surely that's it. And then you have kids, and you go, Shit, no, that wasn't it. And then you go, oh, well maybe we need a maybe we need a better car. No, that wasn't it. And then it goes on and on and on until you're 90 years old and go, I wonder what it was that we were looking for. That's what I think the script is. What are your thoughts? Well, we still haven't found what we're looking for. Hey. I suppose, hey, the Irish, sorry, okay. <laughs> well sorry, done. okay. Stop with the kind of like trying to sort of edge in these kind of Irish flock. Oh, sorry, okay. No way. Stop, stop, stop. Um, I know you're trying to think of another. <laughs> my thoughts on it are, yeah, like I was brought up in a sort of middle class nuclear sort of stable nuclear family in, in northern ireland went to grammar school and what was expected of me was to to, to go to kind of university mm. and and then to get a white collar job and i suppose until i was 22 23 that's what i did i went to university um i, I got a a teaching degree i moved over to england began teaching and i was probably teaching for about four or five years mm. And then I, I don't know, like I can't. There wasn't like an like an epiphany moment or something, but um, I just thought there's a lot of world out there, and I've I've only really seen a fairly limited amount of it. Yeah. And when I traveled to, to then, it was it was more just um, 
one, two week kind of trips um, where you, you're never quite away from it, to be honest. You're, you're constantly just thinking about... Because mm, um, in the first week, it's like you just got there. The second week, it's like you've got to go soon. You've got to yeah. go soon. Like, yeah. like even even today. So I'm only on a, on a, on a, on a short trip, actually. Um, so I'm back in the UK this winter so I'm, I'm here for like nine or ten days so i was getting my uh, boarding pass printed by the the lovely people downstairs and yeah it sort of feels like it's mm. come to an end before it's really started yeah so i i think if i was to to, to kind of push anything on anyone i think if, if, if you do become a a, a a parent and such is is kind of not the kind of um force that uh i don't know what you want to call it you call it a script yeah like that 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 kind of narrative that kind of that somehow story of success or something yeah um, yeah which to me is the american dream you could say almost almost the american dream but the number of in this case americans that i've met for example who've got who've had successful jobs they've had brooks brothers suits they've been making uber bucks but there's like a a, a kind of a, a hollowness and an emptiness to to how they um feel about themselves and then they they go off and often you'll find it there they they want to they, they, they will go and teach english or something and in, mm. in south korea japan or something and they just need something to provide some sense of fulfillment yeah which, which they, they they just weren't getting from all the kind of material stuff that they were kind of acquiring i suppose in in, yeah. the, in the words of george carlin the stuff <laughs> yeah that yeah. they uh they kind of have around them and they lug lug around with them. Like I just, I like I, I like just having as little little stuff as possible. I, mm. I like to have as as few stresses as possible. So I like yeah. the fact that even even in my uh, my my one room back in back in Cardiff that uh, I can put everything away in my uh, my boots. Um, I could cancel my contract uh, within. A month, and I could go off and travel again. Yeah, it's that freedom. Um, yeah. So at at the moment, my trouble is then though that I feel like I don't commit then to things. So I, I've actually yeah. gone to the point now where I'm I'm not committing to jobs. Um, like I was offered a contract and I deliberately turned it down to do relief work, mm. so that I, I'm not yeah. doing a 37 hours a week and someone's telling me what what hours I've got to work. Um, I'm still <clears throat> living in a communal house. And then I haven't quite committed. There is a girl on the scene, but I haven't. I haven't quite. Oh yeah. And yeah, then you sort of feel like you're leading someone on. So I'm kind of like, yeah, a, a real. It seems like I feel like I'm a real commitment phobe. I'm not sure if you're gonna you're gonna start doing your kind of your Doctor Phil on me. Now. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've got that. Uh, maybe that. Maybe that's for another 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 <laughs> podcast down the line or something. We can get a we'll get a chaise launch or something up here. Um, well, we've I'm, got this little swingy. We've got of, this uh, little swingy. That I'm thing, taking up the which whole you, which, of you, yeah. which you've made made your own there. <laughs> it's a lovely contrast. It's 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 kind of plastic and white, and you're like the least plastic person hey, I know. Hey, oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right, man. It's like, and it's weird at the end at the at the tail end of your twenties. I think a lot of people have that. It's almost like a third life crisis in a way because like it's like well the way i think about it is i'm 28 now right and this year i'm 29 
which is which is 30, right? Yeah. Which is basically 40, which, come on, that's 50, you know? <laughs> so, like, I'm 50, right? So, mm. so I've got to really start figuring some stuff out, you know? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I tend to quite like, though, the fact that some of, some of those... I don't know, like the whole idea of a, of a, of a script. I, I like the kind of the, the improvised parts of it, to be honest. Where you kind of you you do kind of go off script and you 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 just go and do something very random. Sometimes they're the most um, kind of in, enjoyable enjoyable things. Like we went along to that, so I went along to the concert last night. But then I ended up having a very kind of enjoyable enjoyable conversation. I actually. Went out and spent zero and had a better time than I probably would have if, for example, we're talking about our kind of our, our script, our Monday to Friday is we go to work nine to five and then we let off steam. That, that's the sense in the UK, but we, we let off steam. So we, we and generally let off steam is kind of a, a euphemistic way of saying we're, we're going to go and get pissed. We're going to go and get rat arse. We're going to go and get drunk. Um, on, on sort of Friday, Saturday night and people will spend, they'll, they'll go to a club and they'll spend, I don't know, 50, 60, whether dollars, euros, pounds, whatever it is. Um, probably not yen, but that would be quite a cheaper <laughs> night. But cheap yeah, so it, I don't know. I, I've, I've never really, that, that's never really been for me. So mm. like people will ask, and maybe they'll ask, how, how, like, how do you step out of this script or something but it, it's it, it it's pretty pretty straightforward you just you save you kind of you you put mm. the things like like if i was to show you my phone at the moment then i think lee can tell like it's a pretty wow I've, it's I sort of phone, like it's sort of phone time, you give man. to your it's sort of phone you give to like your your grandma uh, your grandma <laughs> it said there's there's one number on here gran <laughs> and it's my number and all you've got to do if there's a problem there's a problem gran <laughs> Call me, and yeah, even I think my 96-year-old grand could could work this this particular oh, yeah, phone. Yeah. But um, would I rather have that kind of like fancy dance iPhone slash Android? That's a whole other conversation where they'd have which you would have. Um, I'd rather go and do experience stuff, like do exactly. stuff, um, yeah. as as opposed to. So I, I I do. It's funny the the whole thing about the script, like the people I work with at the moment. Uh, so I work in a. In, in a children's residential home, and a lot of those people can't quite get over the fact that I'm, at the moment, really just doing one trip a, a, a month, generally for about seven or ten days, but they can't quite understand or fathom. <laughs> they ask why, yeah, and I, I just can't get my head around the why, yeah, because yeah. they, they have like, well, it doesn't fit in with the script. It it's doesn't not fit. It doesn't there. fit in with. And I, I get it that I suppose some people in, in a highly stressful job sometimes they just want three or four days and then they want the kind of their their family time and it's this this whole thing is not for 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 everybody but I, I like the fact that you kind of you you step outside that circle of 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 work colleagues and friends and you meet people who are just a little bit just not people you would otherwise often bump into like I'll, I'll, I'll give you an, a, an example a couple of um, nights ago I was in, a, in a, another Spanish town called Cordoba I was uh, couch surfing with a guy and I went along to a language exchange so it's generally where often Spaniards expats come along and they 
they, they want to speak English. But I, um, I got speaking to this, um, this guy from uh, Syria, who's, uh, who's a doctor. And um, yeah, we, we just had a, a really in, engaging kind of conversation. So it, it's funny that I had to come all the way to kind of Cordoba to meet the second Syrian that I've ever, ever met. But he's, he's, he's kind of working like six days a week in a deli. He's a doctor. He's a doctor of medicine in, <laughs> yeah. uh, in Syria. He's not been in Syria since 2010. And it, uh, I don't know, I just, I really enjoyed sort of meeting someone who had a totally different yeah, yeah. Uh, take on things, which I never would have done. It's like yeah. an echo chamber, I find, like when I'm at home with um, uh, like Facebook. Mm. It's like, how many, like how many different experiences can you have if you go from your home to work, from your home to yes. work, then from your home to the pub and then back home again? Yep. You know what I mean? And but yeah, that's kind of, that's another thing I like about travel, especially slow travel, which this person was talking about as well, because they're saving up currently for slow travel. Yeah. And I like what you were saying before, actually, about, um, about changing your phone and stuff. It's those little changes, like not spending a thousand bucks on a phone and just getting a 60 bucks one, you know? And like those little changes will add up over time to, to, so you can afford Whatever you, whatever it is you want, be it travel or otherwise, it's those yeah. little changes you need to make. But yeah, like I totally agree, man. I think with slow travel and with travel in general, when you're in a new place, it's it's almost a given that you'll you'll have new experiences because it's a place that you don't know. So you're always learning. Like it's always a new experience in that sense, and it's people that you don't know, so they're always a new experience in that sense. And then oftentimes you're doing things that you've never done before as well. So it's all new, you know. Yeah. And I think that. I think that helps people as people. I think it helps them become a more rounded person. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a different person. Like I know the whole kind of Mark Twain kind of quote about sort of uh, blocking out kind of narrow-mindedness and bigotry and such. Mm, and yeah. it has to do that. Yeah. It, it has to do that. You're forced um, to. I'd love to see some people I know, like I know a fair few people that are like, I was saying it last night, like, I don't know what the polite term is, but the, the non-polite term is hideously racist. But, like, I'd love yep. to see what happens to them throughout travel, you know? Yeah, I would, honestly, that conversation I had with that guy, how that nation and, and that group of, of refugees and how they are um, misrepresented mm. in, in the media, when you have a personal connection like that with somebody... yeah. He's now a Facebook friend. Hey. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just find it really, really, really nourishing, to be honest, actually. Yeah, it's a good word for and, it, man. And um, in, in fairness, there was actually dialogue going on between him and there was a, there's a guy who's, well, a, a, a Jewish guy from um, kind of Philly. Um, anyone listening in Philly? Um, and yeah, it was just nice. They were like, there was a, a healthy kind of debate going on. Mm. It was, yeah, I don't know. It was I like that, man. I think nice. it opens those doors. Yeah, it does. So next question we have. <clears throat> Corey, with two R's, 92. Hey, man. Has, so I'm guessing 92, he's uh, 25? Mm. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, how's it going? I'm loving your podcast. Thank you very much. Nothing makes the gray, rain-drenched walks home from work more bearable than hearing about your adventures with Linus. He was a hitchhiker I picked up. Okay. Uh, I've probably spelled that completely wrong. You have, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> seriously, man, you're making me want to jump ship and swim away. I have a bit of a question for you, though. 
How would you recommend travel virgins who are stuck in the nine-to-five grind talk to parents who naturally worry that you're planning to head off on a holiday with zero plans? I'm looking to get away, but can only do it for two weeks at a time. My plan is just get a flight somewhere and see what happens. My parents are going to take this in a bad way. I'm 25. There you go. Can do what I want, obviously, but don't want to be an ass about it. From what you've said about your parents, I guess they were far more open-minded. Mine are the usual stick-to-the-middle-ground kind of people. Any guidance would be golden. What are your thoughts, man? Um, I think Corey, essentially, just sometimes you just, you're just you going to have to just agree to disagree. Yeah, and, I think so um, Sometimes I think you, you just need to dis- disregard your parents. Mm. And, and, and what you say, like... If, <laughs> The fact that just how he described his commute to work and everything, it, yeah. it seems like so far he's basically cooperated with mum and dad. Mm. But clearly if he thinks there's got to be something more. And yeah. I think that's the thing. There's got to be, and that's what it felt like to me. Am I kind of late? He's 25. I really only, it was only really in my late 20s that I, I kind of really felt like that. But both my parents were just, do as you please to be honest i'd like to think as as parents if Corey's parents were listening that i don't know i'd certainly i as if i was to be a a parent that i would i I don't know i'd 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 like to think that people would just be allowed he'd be able to just go off and yeah and and do his own do his own thing to be honest that's it whether whether it's a mistake or not yeah oh exactly yeah i mean it's the yeah it's that thing of well, my my mother's really good about it because like if my if my sister's doing something and I can I can see oh you know in my opinion maybe that's not the best way to go with that and stuff like my mom always says no leave it to it she's got to make her own mistakes and decisions and everything like that. you've just got to be there to pick up the pieces if necessary yeah and that's I think that's a good that's a good mindset to have you know but but then we're looking at it from the parents side if we were to look at it from Corey's side I think if I were Corey and I were writing that message then I'd be, I'd be thinking about some practical, I'd be wanting some practical, like literally what do I say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how do I broach this subject or breach this subject? I don't know. And like how do I bring it up to them without it being a whole thing? Because I'd rather leave, you know, knowing that everything's cool back home rather than my parents not wanting me to go and then I leave, you know? I think that's probably like, what you think. Yeah, obviously you don't want to create some sort of, sort of fissure in the, in, the, in the family, so to speak. I suppose it's just a case of being as <laughs> diplomatic and uh, t- sort of tactful as possible. I suppose even if you had a, I don't know, a, a, f- a friend or somebody who's, who's, I don't know, who's really kind of benefited from these kind yeah. of experiences or somehow maybe compromising and going maybe with a friend or, or, or something yeah, yeah, um, yeah. along the way. Or in the in the first case, maybe... If it's for if it's for two weeks or something, maybe taking one of these. There's so many options out there now, to be honest. Where it doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to be you. Just a case of booking a flight and off you go. You can you can you can take lots of these these guided tours and things. Yeah. So like start off slow. You know, start off. Yeah. You dip know. your dip your toe in yeah. in that respect, and that you've 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 got that um, the security of the fact that you've 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 got a guide. Yeah. You've got a group of people. You can kind of vouch for you, and you've got people that mm. 
That's um, it. And it's not the security for, for Corey so much. I'm sure he'll be fine just going out and going anywhere and finding out what happens. But it's more for his parents, isn't it? Like just yeah. to say, look, this is the plan. I'm going to be safe all the time. And I've got this sorted and this sorted. And another thing is like, if, if I were Corey's parents, right? Both of them. It'd be, I don't know how that situation works, but I'm both of them. Right? And, uh, and uh, if, he, if he like saved up loads of money and stuff or like shown commitment in, in the idea and the fact that he really wants to do it, and I know he really wants to do it because he saved all his money or because he's done all this research or because that type of thing, I think, would make parents feel a little more, ah, he really wants to do this. Maybe we should, maybe we should look into this and reconsider. Yeah, but yeah. as I said, it is... But also about giving the parents that, yeah, that gentle reassurance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a big one, that is. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to, when you travel, especially when you start, you don't have to just just dive in, like, uh, and, you know, go into the middle of Sahara and try and find your way out. That's You know what I mean? That's no, in fairness, when I first traveled independently, it was actually using um, Camp America, so the oh, yeah. um, American summer camp experience, the cultural exchange, and um, I was away for... Eight or nine weeks in that case during the summer, and then I, I traveled um, for, for two or three weeks after that uh, w with some people, and um, yeah, so that that, but that was all flights and everything were kind of organized and uh, transport to the uh, to the camp and the like. I don't know. I suppose it's just finding yeah that sort of compromise maybe with with mom and dad, and then once they can see that you're flourishing, then hopefully yeah. they'll. I think that's a great idea. See to you. Great idea, and like. There's no rush either. There's no rush to go yeah. out into the middle of wherever. And, you know, you've got loads of time. You know? Yeah. So you can just start off slow. And, yeah, and those, those things are great as well. You know, I yeah. bet you had a great time with the Camp America thing, you know? Yeah, it did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. So this is the last one we'll bring in for today. So this is from Joe Stones 6. Hi. Hi. I'm a fan of your podcast, Travel Stories, and was looking for advice for not losing hope when setting a goal. I'm currently trying to save up for my future to travel, but being awful with money doesn't help me in any way, shape, or form. I sometimes give in and spend what I have saved on useless crap. Sorry for the long message. Love the podcast, and thank you. Yeah, like I, th I suppose it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, really. Uh, as regards, Joe, you, you are going to have to forgo things. You are going to have to make those sacrifices. And it sounds like a strange word to use in a travel podcast, but you just have to be quite disciplined, mm, really, yeah. in, 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 in that regard. Like my, my, my first sort of foray into, in, into kind of an, like an extensive travel was sort of nine or probably nine or ten months. And yeah, for... 18 months prior to that, I was, yeah, I was forgoing those kind of nights out with the lads, mm. which would have saved me probably the equivalent of about a week's travel backpacking. Yeah. Um, maybe not going on that, um, that stag do with that person that isn't, you consider a friend, but it's quite a distant friend, but you probably could have been persuaded to go and then, as I say, spend some ridiculous amount but um, I'm I'm pretty good because I, I really don't regard myself as particularly materialistic. So I, I don't really kind of like pursue sort of um, kind of needing to have uh, something. Um, other than I'm, I'm just so single-minded and, and focused on that goal of of uh, of, of travel because I know that 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 kind of gives me more kind of 
pleasure, happiness than anything. But you've you've just got to weigh it up in, in your head, to be honest, actually. Like it, it's all about like to use something like boring economics term, like opportunity cost, but it's like you can either have this thing, which is travel, or the next best alternative, which is the um I don't know, the latest sort of Apple product that Tim Cook has popped out. And um yeah, I'd I'd much I I I I'm I'm a strong strong believer now in in yeah experiences over possessions um, yeah. possessions yeah uh, that's actually the tagline of a travel YouTuber Mike Corey who was previously on the podcast it's like ah, his, yeah. okay okay you yeah. see I've kind of segued back back <laughs> it's, it's all it's kind of gone 360 degrees here yeah. but um yeah so that that that's how I feel now maybe I didn't feel like that. At 80, 18 or nineteen, but mm. that that over over that kind of over that journey in the last fifteen or sixteen years, I, I feel like I'm I've got an entirely different kind of outlook on things. But it's funny, like I, when I when I was teaching and things, and um, actually, it's funny when you just when you actually wonder about someone like Seville yesterday, and you see sort of young people, and often they're kind of being pulled along by their parents, and their parents are looking at these. Uh, these buildings in, in kind of wonderment, and then you've got these kind of recalcitrant uh, kids kind of behind, and they're kind of just sitting there, and and they just look abjectly bored. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they've they've got their 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 tablet or their phone, mm. and they're so fixed on that. Mm-hmm. And I suppose my worry is I was the la- like I feel like again probably twenty nine. 35-year-old speaking here, but um, I, I was brought up just before um, everyone had all these kind of like technologies and things, and um, I feel like there's such a such a, a, a focus on that that people think so insularly about things and don't kind of just step outside that. They get into that kind of that 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 news feed or something and and they can't quite step out of it yeah i i think it's it's great i like the fact also when like when i am traveling the like that you you, you're not you haven't got um i i don't tend to use technologies quite quite so much and i like to have like a almost like a detox yeah yeah. day for like 24 48 hours where i really just turn it all off and definitely that's healthy yeah yeah man yeah i agree i agree it's like Every time you're making a decision as to whether to buy something, you're not making a decision of whether to buy it or not. You're making a decision of whether to buy that thing or whether to have a day or three days or four days in Thailand. That's the decision that you're making. And um, I think part of the question was, how do you, how do you keep like, morale going while you're saving? Something like that. I could find it, but I won't. And uh, I think having having like little mini goals in there in a way helps like maybe you don't have to save up, you know, for the, for the big year long trip. First off, you can save up for a two week trip and go do that. Cause I think also experiencing the travel, experiencing the thing that you're choosing over the, the other thing that you, you're not buying, experiencing that will, I think spur you on to then, you know, save more because you know what it's like and you know what it's going to be like when you have it again. And then it gets you more riled up to like, yeah, let's go do it. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of. I think I think you'll find the travel as well be more um, worthwhile if you've really had to like it. It's different um, when you you, you meet um, 
some young person who is in southern Thailand and has, has, has robbed the bank of mom and dad <laughs> and they've, they've just had it given to them. Whereas someone who's really had to kind of like push and strive and, and, and sacrifice some stuff to actually get to exactly the same beach and exactly the same. So it, it's, it's just an, I don't know, it, it, it makes it all the more, it makes it all the more worthwhile and you kind of cherish it a little bit more. Like it's like anything, if, if, if somebody just gives you something. Yeah. You won't look after it as much. That's it, man. Um, I'm the same with Gloria. You know, I worked like super hard to get the money for Gloria. You know, mm. and uh, if anyone's confused, if this is your first episode, Gloria is the name of my motorcycle. I didn't buy a woman, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so I worked super hard for her. You know, and it just makes it like it's so much different than than if it, if she were given to me by parents or something like that. You know, it yeah. feels different. I think yeah. you're right. Travel's the same. And for me, it's, this is strange, man. But when I'm, if I were to see an advertisement and then go, hey, that looks good, and then go to a shop and then buy it, I would feel like they've won. I'd feel like they've, they've put, you know, pulled the wool over my eyes and they've, they've got me. They've done me. You know, I've been done up like a kipper. And so when, I, when, I, when my money goes on things that I want it to, like travel or when I save it or anything like that, I feel like I'm beating them. You know what I mean? Is that a weird thought? It's funny that you go on about like want and like there's that difference between needs and wants. Mm. Like for me now, I need to travel. Mm. I also want to travel, but do I need some of these things that um, like some of you guys who are, who are listening to this right now probably have kind of around you and you can you can look at the fact that you've you've got the I don't know the, the sort of the, the thirty five dresses or the forty pairs of trainers or something, yeah. and and think do I do I need those? Like I'm I'm quite sad in in respect to the fact that I've got like two pairs of shoes. Same. I've got like yeah. six or seven t-shirts at like at home. I wear pretty much the same sort of set of 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 jeans and the like. <laughs> And, and there, there will be sometimes where I, I, I sort of do get mocked for such things, but I don't know. I I, I, I like the fact that I have little, mm, but definitely. I can travel a lot because yeah, you, you, you can't tra you can't travel you can't travel with a big heavy bag mm. unless you're unless you're a first time traveler and you're sort of a five foot four sprog and you tend to find they have like bags that are as actually heavier than them yeah, because yeah. there have been those occasions where. I've actually done the kind of chivalrous thing and, and, and taken a bag from a girl. And I would not say I'm stacked in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> stacked. And um, I've, I've ended up having to, like, drag this bag. Like this, 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 I don't know. It, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, isn't it, man? You don't, you don't need the kind of the, 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 I feel like I'm talking, but you don't need the kind of the, 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 kind of the, the, the big wash bag. Mm. You, you, you don't need the kind of the, the hair dryer, everything yeah. else. You, to me, the, the, and you'll find you'll find that once you do start traveling, you'll start just throwing stuff Absolutely, away. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And then you just get back to the nuts and bolts and the bare, the bare essentials. And I find that never stops. Even now, I'm like, I threw a t-shirt away yesterday because I'm like, man, five is way too many. I'm not using these. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, even even now, after traveling for however long, it's like you, you're still gonna downsize. And I think. Maybe starting off with that giant bag is like a rite of passage, you know? 
Like, I, in fact, I never did it. But like, maybe it is for some people, you know? Yeah, yeah. I thought like, I, I remember I, after my my first trip, when I went on my second trip, it was, it was it was a significantly lighter bag. I was throwing so I do I really need this yeah and i find actually that um it it, it sort of made my because you you will find with travel like it, it sounds like you you we're sitting here right now on a, on a terrace with the kind of sun coming down and everything and it's really rather chill but some of travel is it is especially slow travel like was mentioned earlier mm. it's not it's not it's it's not a holiday and i think that's the it, yeah. it's like it's it's life. It, it, it's it's, it's life. It can now. be. It can be. It can be a pain in the arse, mm. and it can be. It can be sometimes rather boring. It can be sometimes quite lonely. But like like I say, that is. That is life. So it's it's not just like, I suppose the notion is that it's some sorry, some non-stop party or something mm -hmm. there that you're kind of like hanging out with people. Sometimes like like I said before about traveling alone, I I, I kind of like just. Kind of having my own time in my own space, Definitely. and um, I feel like then I'll kind of like dip dip my toe in, yeah, a little bit with uh, sort of meeting people and such. Exactly, it's yeah, you're so right. It's like there are there are up, there are ups and downs in travel as there are in life, you know, and yep. that's that's absolutely true. And you're not going to get away from those, I think, <sighs> whether yeah. you're doing the nine to five slog. There's 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 kind of other other stresses there. Yeah, and there's there's pros of that as well. There's pros and cons of, uh, I mean, there's pros and cons of following the script. You know, you've got that comfortability, so they say, and that you've got like, you know, you'll always have people at home. You've got a dog, which is nice. I'd love a dog. You know, you've got mm. pros and cons of of every type of lifestyle. But yeah, yeah, wicked man. We should wrap this up. I'm melting. Yep. I'm yeah. melting. I could take this thermal layer. And I've got off. no more water up here. Yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> You were right by the way, it is IKEA. Hmm? I was looking at like it's the bottom of the glass. Everything's it? IKEA. Yeah, yeah. Everything's IKEA in that kitchen. Yeah, it's quite nice. Mm. It's quite nice. If you come to Sevilla, come to what's it called here? It's called the Lemon Tree. We've got lemon trees. Oh of course. It's yeah. Lemon Tree Garden That's Hostel. That's the one. Yeah, it's really nice. It's got it's got a pool. Like yeah. I could almost actually bathe in the pool today. Ooh. But it's closed. They've wow. closed it for, for for maintenance or summit or winter. <laughs> yeah. This is winter. It's twenty degrees, <laughs> and it's blue skies, and we're melting. <laughs> and it's January. There we go. That's it. So, hope you guys enjoyed meeting Neil. Neil, thank you so much for chatting to everyone. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good having you. And I was thinking about the the tangents that I go on and that we have been on today on our journey through today's episode. And uh, Sean, Sean Whitehead, from season one. I want to say season one, season two. And uh, he was saying that he likes the tangents. And he was saying it's like we're taking a nomadic journey through points. And I was like, that is beautiful. That is, that is exactly what we're doing. We're talking like we're traveling. So thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>